Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. A joke. That, that's what this game was. This, this game was a joke. <laughs> um... Um, the score in this game ended up to be, what was it, Alex? 17-14 Falcons. Back-to-back weeks, the New York Giants lose on a game-winning field goal with no time left on the clock. Both games had costly penalties, and both games were absolute disasters. (laughs) Um, we decided that instead of having intro music, that would be our intro. Now, I don't know if, you know, because this is, we're trying out like a new platform kind of for video, uh, that'll be on our YouTube channel, the giant take podcast on YouTube. So I don't know. I, I, I assume, I think Alex said people who are listening on audio will be able to hear that. But anyway, um, if not, then it was just basically like the, you know, thing. Uh, cause yeah, I mean, this giant team played like a joke. I, I know uh, this team sucks. That's like all I'm going to say. Um, like that's how I want to start off this podcast. This team sucks. This team had one play that was over 20 yards. Um, and this team lost to, to the Falcons. Uh, another game that we thought we could win. And I don't know if you you know want to go back to this, but in the first week of this NFL season, the Falcons lost to the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 32-6. to 32 points were scored against them. And we only scored 14. That's pathetic. That is absolutely pathetic. But um, anyway, I went to this game. I sat next to Alex through this whole game. 
And I would also like to hear what uh, my friend Alex has to say about this game, even though I know we both have the same opinions um, on this one. Alex, my co-host, my friend, uh, the person I depend on to somehow make it through being Giants fans, although we are so young compared to uh, the older generations and the fathers that we had to watch it with, my father and your father, um, this event was supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a fun father-son Giants game. We were celebrating <laughs> Eli Manning, and it just ended up being probably the worst loss I've gone to as a Giants fan going to MetLife Stadium and watching a game. But how are you? How are you doing, Alex? So I'm going to start with the positives. Josh and I did get the bobbleheads, um, so that was good. Um, Thank you to your dad. He gave Thank, me. Yep. Uh, yes. He he donated his. Um, what else was good that happened? I thought Eli Manning's ceremony was very nice, and they did a very good job. It was very funny when we booed John Mara. Um, it was cool seeing them reenact some of those iconic plays. That's that. Okay, the positives are ending, and now we're uh, moving on to the negatives, and that's just this Giants team sucks so bad they're so bad they're so bad it was painful there i you like i am there it's not like i can even like point out and be like this person was bad you know how dare you how dare daniel jones be such bad quarterback how dare james bradbury fall in his face the entire it wasn't that it was just a collective effort of just sucking <laughs> it was a collective effort effort of sucking there was no positivity there was no anything the play calling was boring it was barren especially on offense on defense we were playing too soft we got once again zero zero coverage of zero pressure on the quarterback we got what two sacks and they were both coverage sacks i i don't care what's happening off the edge you know those players that you know are paid lots of money in the NFL, those edge rushers who are supposed to get to the quarterback. We have we don't have any of those that know how to do that. We saw Lorenzo Carter. We saw Zimenez. We saw, who else did we see? We saw Aziz Ojolari. We saw Quincy Roche. We saw a million people out on the edge. We even saw Leonard Williams on the edge at one point. I didn't see, there, there was no pressure. The Falcons tackles could have just been sitting on the beach somewhere. It was that ridiculous. And, you know, yes, we're getting the interior pressure a bit, uh, but even that's not as great anymore with Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. But it's just, it, the defensively, it was just not good enough. It, in the defensive front, linebackers, obviously, we lost Blake Martinez very early in that game, which really, you know, dampered our defensive performance. The secondary, you know, we had some decent performances from certain people. Um, but there, the story of this Giants season is we've seen improvements, right? But it's just been not good enough. There's nothing that's been like, wow, um, this season. And it's been, it's unfortunate. You know, it's really tough being down. What are we, 0-3 now? I mean, you're, I, I you know, I, I'm not usually a negative one on this podcast, right? But I mean, our, our season's over now, right? Um, you know, it's sad to say that when we're three weeks into the NFL season. Um, but the Giants are, uh, I saw Zach Rosenblatt post an uh, article about it. The Giants are toast. The Giants are toast. 
they're a very overburnt toast that is now done. Um, and they are now about to be thrown in the garbage. Um, that's a perfect analogy for it, actually. They're about to be thrown in the garbage by a team in New Orleans that's coming back after a deadly hurricane. And um, are and about- a dead and a deadly virus. They're coming back from all of it. <laughs> right. And they're going to have fans in there going absolutely bananas, wanting to see their team win. And let's be honest, Alex, I'm sure they're going to get what they paid for. Um, <laughs> and I think kind of a clear example of how this Giants team is literally a negative. Um, like that is just the, the, the Giants team right now. It's a negative. And that is Colin Johnson. Colin Johnson had to come in because we had Two players leave this game, two wide receivers in Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, both early in this game. Um, I want to say both were hamstring injuries, although I'm not 100% certain on that. And um, he had a, Colin Johnson had to make five catches for 51 yards and actually played well today. Um, and to be honest, before this game, I did not even know how his roster spot was going to be in use on this team. And yet it was uh, a big use today. I also want to point out Joe Judge's quote after the game, once again saying that he was proud of this team, but we didn't finish on top. He loves the New York crowd. It's New York. It's supposed to be a tough crowd. We got to be better, whatever it is. And then had a final thought on his way out, looked at the media and said, we're going to be all right, guys. I don't think we're going to be all right. Because I'm not all right right now. I know Giants fans aren't all right. And I don't think we're going to be all right. So I don't know what Joe Judge is talking about. We just lost two heartbreakers, heartbreakers of games. I know we're recording this after we saw Justin Tucks at an all-time record for longest field goal in NFL history with a 66-yarder off the bottom of the of the post, basically, or the, the bar, basically, where we talk about Cody Parkey, the double dink. The second one of those dinks that Cody Parkey hit Justin Tuck hit it and got it the, the better way, though. It hit and went in. And obviously, Lions fans know how to lose. Um, so that would have been more of a heartbreaker today. But to have two games back-to-back losing on a, on a field goal, that's, that's just awful. The Jets and Giants are just sad teams. I mean, as we're looking at it right now, I'm watching a bit of red zone as, you know, peeking down, seeing what's going on. Jets are down 17-0 to the Broncos. Oh, really? Just New, York, New, New York teams suck. We all suck. I mean, who else sucks? We're basically the Lions now, okay? We're, we're basically the Lions. We're joke. And it's just really sad. And uh, hopefully... There's no some- reason <laughs> to compare ourselves to other teams, though, Alex. We're just the Giants, man. We're like, just the Giants. We're, we're, just, we're the just, Giants. just the Giants. We had Matt Ryan throw almost 250 yards in this game against us and going 27 for 36. That's... I mean, it's unbelievable. Mike Davis ran all around us. Alex, before you even mention it, I'll bring it up to you, and then you could talk about it. Your X-Factor of the game, Cordero Patterson, six catches, 82 yards, almost had 14 yards per catch. Um, Kyle Pitts wasn't as big of a factor as I thought he was going to be. And obviously, I want to make this clear that we are recording this episode, as Alex could kind of allude to, as he was just talking about before um, the end of these four o'clock games at like six. So I don't know, you know, if there's any details that come out by tomorrow morning when this episode is out on uh, either injuries with the Giants players, but whatever it is, I'm sure it won't be, you know, something we can't talk about in the next episode. And and another preview that we're going to have to do for this amazing team against New Orleans next Sunday. But um, 
Let's be honest, Alex. I mean, I, I think we got to say it. Dave Gettleman's job is very much, I think, out of his hands at this point. It was in his hands over the offseason and the drafts, free agency. I think now it's all in John Mara's hands. He was actually booed today, funny enough, during the Eli Manning, uh, you know, speech. He made, he had like a little speech. He got called up and got completely booed. And Eli Manning actually put his hands down like that to kind of quiet, uh, the Giants fans, which you actually see normally when, you know, it's a big play and they don't want you to be loud on the field because uh, they want the defense or offense to be able to hear the play call or whatever it is. So that I thought that was funny. We had Evan Ingram, Alex, once again, dropping pass after pass. Uh, we had him actually fumble the ball. We're used to that by now, though, I'm sure. And we had him getting very much cheered as he walked off the field or ran off the field. Um, you know, as a Giants player now, I think we have two separate thoughts on this topic. I have no problem with it, but you obviously do. So I guess I'll let to, let you get to that point if you really want to mention it. I, it's it's not anything like too particular. It's just like you know our t- our team is terrible enough that we don't need to make our players feel even worse than they already feel. That Evan Ingram already knows that he's terrible right now and most of the time in the NFL. Evan Ingram doesn't need to be reminded that he's playing terrible. I think Evan Ingram knows he's playing terrible, and it just it's just not, I don't know. I just found it unnecessary as much, not like more rude or anything. It just, it was pointless, really, is my, is my perspective on it. Can we talk about, please, though, Al, like how bad I feel for Eli Manning? Like, I feel... Awful. I don't. He's out of the organization. He's probably happy. He's like, oh, thank God I'm out of this shitty place. <laughs> I got it that way, but we're honoring him, right? We're putting him in the ring of honor. Had him give a speech to Giants fans after, by the way, we just kind of blew a touchdown there as they scored late on us to make it 7-6 going into halftime. And by, and another stat here, I, I think I was talking to my dad about this. I, I think he told us that the New York Giants this season have never been winning at halftime this whole season which I know it's only three games, but just a nice thing to throw in there. For him to come out, bring his whole family, and lose on a devastating field goal is disgraceful, I feel. He's supposed to give this team energy, Alex. This is like supposed to help increase the intensity. This is a good day. It was a beautiful day. Everyone's saying a beautiful day, low 70s, sunny, all day, not a cloud in the sky, really. We're honoring Eli at halftime. He's going into the ring of honor. Delivers a great speech, the once a giant, and... I'm happy to be only a giant. And then we go out there and we lose this game. <laughs> and, and the defense, once again, giving up more and more yards. Uh, Cordero Patterson having a costly gain of a good amount of yards on that last drive. Uh, it's just, it it's scripted. At, like, that's what I was saying as a joke, Alex. But it's literally scripted for the Giants at this point. It's like they want to lose football games. I'm at the point where I believe this New York Giants team wants to lose football games. So now we look, you know, we say this season's over. So now we look at who can be our new GM and start scouting the NFL GMs out there. Who's available? Who can we get? Who can be our head coach, right? Gettleman's gone. Judge is gone. Who are we going with, right? But, um, I mean, that's going to be a question that we're going to have to start answering uh, over the next few few weeks, few months. And we'll have to see how bad this team gets by the end of the season, but... All I have to say is we're going to have six games coming up. 
six games against six more tough opponents and by our bye week, this team couldn't maybe, maybe have two wins. I'm sorry. You know what's crazy is that we're going to have a lot to talk about in the offseason, it looks like, right now. So make sure to stay tuned for the Giant Take podcast. We're going to have to have extra offseason coverage, it seems like, uh, than usual. May, you know, sometimes we go down once a week. We go down to once a week at the end of the season, right? And, you know, we kind of just go once a week, and it's more casual. It kind of heaps up around the draft, and it kind of goes down again. This time we're going to have, like, five episodes a week during the offseason. It's going to be even crazier than the uh, actual season. Maybe we'll move to one episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll just see. <laughs> Once we're like 0 and 8, we just shut down the podcast. It's like we go on like a six month sabbatical. <laughs> but my God, it's just it's just awful. Um, what, what were you talking about? Something about the Giants being awful, right? About how we're not going to have a win. Yeah, we probably won't be winning any games anytime soon. <laughs> I said we have six tough games, six tough opponents. Yeah, we and do. If you look at the schedule, you might want to pull it up. Um, like I, I, I look at the schedule right now. Let's see. New York Giants schedule. Giants football schedule. But let me – you don't need to announce it as you're looking Well, we up have the Google. Saints. Oh, We're not going to okay. win that. Well, now it's too late. Cowboys, maybe. Rams, no. Panthers, ugh, maybe. Chiefs, no. Raiders look very good recently. Buccaneers, no. Eagles, maybe. Dolphins, like, you know. You go down the schedule and there's Tua. very few. If Tua's back by then, which he most likely will be after yeah, getting activated be. off the IR, then yeah, I would say that's a no. no I we- think the only games I look at, Eagles, Bears, maybe Washington, probably about it. This team can end with three wins on the season. This team yeah. this team that was anticipated to be a you know, a sleeper, an underdog. A, playoff, a borderline, a, a, border, a playoff team, a low end playoff team, a wild card I, team, a wild card, a wild team. card team. It's not that far to say a wild card team, Alex. We can we can say that. And look at what no. they're doing. Not even gonna make it there. Uh, it's just embarrassing. It's just it's just truly truly sad, and it's just it's just upsetting. So luckily the Bears lost, so maybe our draft stock goes out. You know, goes up a little bit here. Um, you know, what's kind of sad about this is obviously we all expected the Giants to win today, right? I remember, you You know, we sat down, your dad was saying, do you think we could actually, like, really blow them out today? Like, yep. oh, like that was like that was the issue. Ugh, so frustrating. So, so frustrating. But I, I, I don't even know what else to say. Daniel Jones, I mean, we'll talk uh, talk about him real quick, right? Yeah. Or not real quick. I don't know. I, I don't do know it. what the hell we're, just, just what go. the hell are we going to talk about anyway? We got to talk, so. I'd say Daniel Jones had a above average game. I thought he was decent. I think Jason Garrett did not involve him in the running game at all, except for that two point conversion. Why are you not involving him more? By the like, way, I it looked like Derek. Hen- <clears throat> excuse me, Derek Henry with that truck. Yeah, exactly. So you see, we know we can do the play. I don't get what it was. Every time we did an RPO with. Last game, it would always go to Jones, and then this time it always went to Saquon. So what is it? Like, does Jason Garrett not get the point of an RPO? An RPO is like, it's either option, right? It's not like a, ooh, look, we only have one option now. It's just like sometimes it's just infuriating, like, what he's doing. I like, I don't I don't even know what to say. But uh, I, Jones is good, right? He's playing good. He's playing at a high level. I would not say he's at an elite level. That, that I think, is a bit of an over-exaggeration, which I've heard from some people. But he's playing at a good level. There's been there's massive improvement, right? There's massive improvement. And just as everything else was like last season for me, right, defensively, our defense kept us 
and Daniel Jones, who was struggling throughout most of last season in those games. And now Daniel Jones is the one holding us up over everyone else. So I like, it's, it's funny to think about it that way, that he's the, like, it's now him who's elevated and he's the one who's really playing well. And everyone else is just holding him down. Saquon Barkley didn't do much again today. Uh, You know, had quite a few nice runs, got his first touchdown. So, you know, not, not anything else I can say bad or whatever about him. Doesn't really matter. I'm not going to go back again to 2018, like I've said a million times, because at this point, the pick's already been made. Doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> my God, I'm so angry. Giants and defense, Logan Ryan. Um, Logan Ryan was on his ass more than he was on his feet. Let's just say that. That's all I'm going to say. Josh, you can talk now about that. I mean, man man dropped a, dropped a pick. Uh, I mean, I know he dropped a pass. Him, him and Adoree Jackson. I think, I think that, I mean, I don't, I don't know for 100%, but I do think it was Adoree Jackson in the end zone had yeah. the freaking ball in his hands, man. I didn't think him, we and Evan, gonna, him, him and Evan Ingram have the same gloves. Him and Evan Ingram had the same gloves. And can you believe Alex that both, both of these games end on a game winning field goal and both these games end on a chance that could have tremendously changed the game. A Darius Slayton wide open touchdown dropped and an interception in the end zone that would have changed the whole complexity of the games, you know, dropped. I get it's the difference between a wide receiver and a, and a safety or, or a cornerback, excuse me. One of them's going to catch it. One of them's going to not. And you would rather have the wide receiver catch it than the cornerback because you can get more excuses to the cornerback, right? He's not supposed to catch balls, but this is what you practice, man. This is what you dream of. Cornerbacks dream of getting interceptions. It's not just pass knockdowns. And just they weren't able to do that. They weren't able to do that today. Um, calls. I think the rest were once again against us. I mean, I don't want to say it like every game, but I think the hit. This is another thing that Giant, Giants fans are annoying about. You know, I'm obviously we're Giants fans, but like you see people complain. We did not lose the game because of the refs. We lost the game because we sucked. That's why. Mm-hmm. I don't care how close it was. We had ample opportunity to not make the refs any bit important in this game. And that that's really it. So, you know, the refs, did they make a couple bad calls? Yeah. But did they also give us a couple favorable spots, I thought, where, you know, I, there was one catch, right? It was a Colin Johnson catch. I thought he was a couple yards short, but they gave him the first down there in that drive. And we ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. So, you know, there, you know everything kind of, it's a give and take, right? Yeah, I think it is, but I would say the what was it? Uh, there, there was two. There was a catch and a late hit. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know the specifics because you know we were at the game. It's kind of hard to see players are in the 300s, and I didn't should have done a little bit more recap. I apologize about that uh, before hopping on, but it was just kind of instant reaction stuff. We wanted to get it out of the way. To be honest, we don't want to talk about this team and wait forever uh, to record this episode about this shitty ass team. But um, yeah, so I think it was two instances of like. Bad calls by the rest. It was one of them. I think it was Alex. Um, the player, the sixth round pick, uh, our running back that had to play today. Since we should also mention uh, Gary Brightwell. Gary, yeah. yeah, Gary Brightwell. I think it was on a punt return. They called unnecessary roughness, maybe, when it was literally just a normal hit. Or is it, they either called a late hit or it was like a helmet to helmet. But I definitely know there was a catch by a receiver on the Falcons and it was a hit. I'm sorry, I don't know which player it was. Um, and whoever it was that that play happened to, 
how do, like he was going in for the hit and they called the helmet to helmet. What is he supposed to do? There was nothing the Giants player could do to avoid the helmet to helmet on that play. It was I I thought that was a disgraceful call. I thought that was completely against us. And the Gary Brightwell play too. I don't understand that. I I, I just don't think that was necessary. But okay. And now that I mentioned Gary Brightwell, that makes me think about the running back position. Now, it seems like running back Devontae Booker was a healthy scratch for this game. No injuries concerned. So in this case, now we're just paying, we're, we're paying and signing players in the offseason to not play. That's what we're doing. Okay. That, that's a good, you know, that, that's a good thing, guys. I think we should definitely root for that. Let's, let's pay players to not play football. Let's pay players to not do what they are paid to do. Oh, the, I, I'm just like, oh, I, I, I need a break, man. I need a break from this team. And uh, I'm going to have to wait a few weeks for that. So I guess that helps. Uh, this guy got a $2 million signing bonus. Contract is two years. We're paying this guy $5 million in two years. $5 million in two years. And he's sitting his ass on the bench and not playing. And, and it's a healthy scratch. I don't know if this is his fault. I don't know if this is something he did that they were like, you're going to bench this week, if it, you know, whatever it is. But like, I don't know why we're benching him. But we're paying people millions of dollars to not do anything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but I mean, on that, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I just like, I, we're kind of like having no words. Like, I feel like last season, Alex, when we record this recap, these recaps episodes, we would ha- like have more words at this point. Two seasons into it now, our second season into this podcast, we're like kind of at a loss for words. There's kind of like stuff we, we just don't know what to say anymore. Um, and in that case, yeah, I leave it to you, Alex, uh, on your final thoughts because uh, I'll, I'll get mine out of the way just real quick. 17-14, Giants lose another heartbreaker, and we now move on, go to New Orleans, play Jameis Winston and a, and a fired-up team. A fired-up team that wants to win because, let me be honest, I can hear all these press conferences from Giants players saying we want to saying we want to win. Um, I don't know what just happened. Alex just flinched. Teddy Bridgewater. I'm sorry. I was just a little peeking at Teddy Bridgewater just got clamped. It was just very bad. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Really just... Love and red zone. Scott Hansen and I are besties. Okay. You really just messed up my final thoughts. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so to end my final thoughts, I felt like I was super loud or something. I got really loud for a second. That's why. I was like, what happened to my audio? Um, yeah, so the final thought of the final thoughts, Giants go to New Orleans tomorrow to, to what it looks like a team that wants to win. And now my point to, the, to that was, I don't care how many press conferences I can hear from all the Giants coaches and all the Giants players, but to be honest, this doesn't even seem like a team that wants to win. I, I don't see a product on the field. <clears throat> Sorry, and, I, and my voice is going in and out because I was yelling like crazy uh, at the game. But uh, I don't see a team on the field that looks like they want to win. I don't see a, t- a team in the locker room that looks like they want to win, although I'm not in the locker room with these Giants players. But from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing on the field, this this doesn't look like a winnable Giants team, a winning team, a winning culture. And that's what Joe Judge was supposed to bring, and he's not doing any of that right now. So that's my final thoughts. And Alex, you can go ahead. Um, you know, I, I don't know what I want to talk about now. Maybe I'll talk about it for next episode. Um, but you know, it'll be interesting to see where the Giants go from here. If we keep on current trajectory, 
It looks like this season may be the last season for Dave Gettleman, certainly. Uh, and then probably maybe Joe Judge, even if uh, this team does not pick it up massively in the next few weeks. But then again, I say, let's say Dave Gettleman's gone. What happens with Joe Judge? What happens? That you fire Dave Gettleman, you're most likely in a rebuild, right? You're most likely in a rebuild. And what is happening with these huge free agent signings, these players like Kenny Galladay, players like Leonard Williams, who are making so much money, players like Adoree Jackson, players like Blake Martinez, James Bradbury, all these guys, you can't just rebuild this team now. It's too late um, unless you really conducted some sort of weird-ass trade, everyone, everything, like the Dolphins did a couple years ago. But it'll be tough, so you got to just hope that this team can turn it around somehow, some way, some universe because otherwise we're going to be in a very tough couple of years as Giants fans and as uh, the New York Giants will be uh, having multiple more seasons of losing seasons if uh, it doesn't pick up but we'll have our uh, preview next weekend or next week or during the week for that Saints game this week this week sorry did I say next week Mm -hmm. I don't know I just want it to be next week after the Saints game hopefully (laughs) hopefully uh Maybe we get some good news of something happening. I don't know. Maybe Jason Garrett gets fired. But, uh, yeah, um, that that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's your final thoughts, yeah. So um, I, all I have to say is I would say the Giants make it really hard to, to be Giants fans and to want this team to win. They make it really hard for you to want a, your favorite team to win, you know? Um, but yeah, they're, they're making our, they're making our lives really hard right now, having to come home after that and record a podcast. So listen, at this point in the show, um, you know, I would ask that all of you listening would go on our platforms and all of that. But to be honest, you don't even, you don't want that. And I don't really feel like even giving you that. So all I'm going to ask is when you're listening to this episode throughout the week, just try and make it through. Um, because that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm thinking about right now. I'm, I'm thinking about how the hell am I going to make it through my school day tomorrow without just being in complete sadness from how awful this team is. So if you're listening on Monday morning or at some point throughout the week, um, just, I wish good luck to you and just think about that. It's, it's only, please remember it's just a game. It's just a game. I mean, it's just a game and it's just the giants and you know, you kind of expect nothing more and expect nothing less. And, and just remember that's all it is. Um, so at this point, all, the only thing I'm going to say when it comes to what I normally do is just uh, hold on to yourselves, right? Let's all take a deep breath. We're all in this together, right? That's another thing. We're all a community, right? Go on Twitter. As toxic as Twitter is, as toxic as Giants fans are, we're all together in this. It's not just you that's suffering alone, right? You're listening to this podcast. It's us too. So just know that. And um, yeah, all I'm going to say about, you know, promotion is just look forward to our episode later this week i'm sure we'll have more thoughts in this game preview and for some stupid ass reason we completely forgot about our nfl game picks which i think was uh, a favorite so we're gonna bring that back starting a little bit later heading into week four uh but you know we'll have those friendly rivalry nfl picks next week or this weeks one two three don't even matter anyway who cares right (laughs) Maybe we'll just start zero. Maybe we'll just start all. Maybe that's how the Giants could do it too. Maybe they just cancel all the results from the first three games. What do you think? Maybe that would be beneficial I for wish. the Giants too. But uh, yeah, wish. so look forward to that. We'll have our picks. We'll have our Giants pick. And um, yeah, just hold on, everyone. 
It'll be okay. It, it's really hard right now. It is. Trust me. But um, it'll be okay. We'll see you next. Oh, I keep on saying we'll see you next week. Uh, we'll see you later this week. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.